Hello, everybody. This is Gerald Salenti, and it's Thursday, March 9th, 2023. And here are some of today's trends in the news. And again, the only place anywhere, everywhere, you get trends in the news is from the Trends Journal and the Trends Research Institute, because nobody does trends. We're the only one that provides in-depth socioeconomic and geopolitical trends analysis and trend forecasts of the current events forming future trends. And if you don't believe me, go to the Cartoon News Network. Look what their headline stories are right now. Ex-Trump attorney admits statements about 2020 election were false. What the fuck do I care? How's that helping me? What are the current events forming future trends and how is it going to affect my life? Well, read the next story. Nikki Haley calls for changing retirement age. What the fuck do I care what that shithead calls for? How about calling for crap? No, no, the next story, that's the really, really important one. This uh, chick... uh, Erica Herman files two complaints after relationship with Tygo Woods ends. Now that's really important. And what are the complaints? What do you fuck you up the ass too much? Or, or you, I mean, what the fuck do I care? What bullshit this is. And I want to make this clear. I've never, never raised my hand to a woman. Never. Unless they wanted to be spanked. <laughs> take it easy. Take it easy. <laughs> All right. Again, we're giving you what nobody else is giving you. This last week's trend, this week's trends, trends journal. Again, great cover by Anthony Frieda. It says what's going on. War whores on parade. Yep. They look familiar. Broken news. All they do is sell bullshit. They're prostitutes. Media whores, they get, get paid to put out by the corporate pimps and government whoremasters. Over 170 pages, no ads. We're giving you everything we can. Oh, by the way, it costs you the grand total like $2.85 a week. That's like a shitty cup of coffee at Dunkin' Donuts or somewhere. All right? So we're giving you everything we can. So support us because we're supporting you. You go to trendsjournal.com, trendsjournal.com. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button to get people to watch these uh, podcasts that we're doing because nobody's giving you what we're giving you anywhere. So hit that little button over there, that subscribe button. Yep. Okay. S and P 500 was down only 1.85%. The, uh, Dow, uh, dropped the suit. The NASDAQ was down only 2.05%. And the S and P fell as well. It was down 1.85%. Here's the story. Tomorrow, the job numbers are coming out. If the job numbers are strong and next week, the Fed raises interest rates, 50 basis points, bend over and kiss the markets goodbye, along with the economy. This thing is going to go down big and hard. If they raise interest rates 50 basis points, 
the money junkies that need their cheap monetary methadone. They can't afford to pay for it when interest rates go up. And as interest rates go up, again, as we detail in the Trends Journal, your office building bust, all those, these, those loans, yeah, that change as interest rates go up. And as office occupancy rates stay around 50% and businesses are going bust, you haven't seen anything yet. Oh, and then the debt load, it's only $31.6 trillion in the United States. You got to pay more on your debt as those interest rates go up. And when all those emerging markets that borrowed in dollars, the dollar goes up because interest rates are going up and their currency goes down, they got to pay more. The geopolitical and socioeconomic implications of this are incalculable and we're going to start seeing more and more of them so that's your deal there so nothing nothing uh, will matter it's going to be about the job numbers tomorrow so that's it and gold went up gold went up like 18 bucks as I said, if they raise interest rates, gold may go down a little bit because the value of the dollar goes up. But when the economy crashes, gold goes up. And again, we don't give financial advice. We give you trends analysis and trend forecasts. Canada leaves the main rate unchanged. Okay, great. How about inflation? What's going on with that uh, loony over there? Nah, nah, I'm not talking about Trudeau. Not that little loony, arrogant little bastard when he locked down the country and punished the freedom fighters. Oh yeah. Not that loony. I'm talking about the uh, Canadian currency. The dollar is now trading at a four month low against the dollar. So now if United States, if again, they raise interest rates in two weeks, you're going to see currencies crashing all over the world. Again, Oh, that means all, all you people up in Canada got to pay more for everything that you're buying that's coming in from other the United States. Italy's central bank chief rebukes ECB hawks. Ignazio Visco said in his speech in Rome yesterday that, quote, he did not appreciate statements by my colleagues about future and prolonged rate hikes. We need that cheap money. We got the biggest fucking bureaucracy in Europe. We got to keep employing all these shitheads that make life miserable for everybody. And we need more cheap money because our debt to GDP ratio keeps climbing. It's a joke. The rates are at nothing when you have 8.5% inflation rate in Europe. And you got a deposit rate of 2.5%. Yep. So you got negative interest rates, as you do in the United States and most of the country when you put inflation into it. And just to make it clear about the interest rates, we kept saying that they're going to have to raise them. They're going to have to raise them because inflation's real. Here, yeah, this is a fact. In December 2021... The analysis was that 
in, by 2023, interest rates would reach 1.75%. And now they're talking about, as they keep going up, they may even hit 6%. The guess is 5.75 to 5 uh, to 6. So that shows you how off they are and how we've nailed this one after another. So again, I want to make this clear. If they raise interest rates 50 points, this could be the month of March madness, March economic madness. That's what will happen if they raise interest rates, 50 basis points. Shale boom wanes as gushes dry up. There's an article in the Wall Street Journal about the production plateau. First of all, if I was in charge, I'd say, listen, this oil belongs to the American people. You're pulling it out. You're making a lot of money. We don't, trans we don't sell it out of the country. You only sell it within the country. You guys are making enough money. This is our oil, our land. This land is my land, this land. Yeah, you got it? So you're pulling all these resources out don't send them overseas because now I'm telling you oil prices are going to go up is our forecast, particularly with the Middle East meltdown, which we've been writing a lot about and the craziness going on over there in Israel and, and what they're doing and how they're ramping up war against Iran. If that breaks out military conflict, oil over $130 a barrel. And of course, the Ukraine war heating up. You ready for this? Setting up National Data Bureau, quote, to boost a digital economy. Deputy members confident in tech development. This is from the Global Times, a Chinese uh, newspaper. Yep. Chinese experts, experts, fucking scumbags that are all on the same page. Shut this expert crap up your ass. Oh, he's an official. Yeah, an official piece of shit said such a move is, quote, in full compliance with international practices. And they said they will establish a national data bureau. You ready? The proposed bureau will be administrated by the National Development and Reform Commission, the country's top economic planner, and it will be responsible for advancing the development of data-related fundamental institutions, coordinating the integration Sharing, development, and application of data resources means we know every fucking thing that you're doing. And pushing forward the planning and building of a digital China, you ready? A digital economy and a digital society, among other functions. A digital society where they suck the joy and humanness out of life. All you have to do is look at what the digital freaks look like. Bill Gates could be the richest fucking man, the fourth richest in the world. I wouldn't want a fucking penny of his money to look like him because he got that digital death all in him. 
the Vax King, the Vax King. Oh, how about that guy, Suckerberg, huh? Oh, no, I misspelled it. Fuckerberg, yeah. How about him? I'd want to look like him, man. That's the digital world that they're giving us. Fake music, fake chat, fake fucks fucking up the world. Go digital, go digital. Whew. Not an ounce of boogie, not a drop of jive. The music's dead. They're dead. It's a dead fucking world. Glad I'm an old cat. And by the way, that cover from Dirty Trash, Dirty Cash, to Digital Trash. We only forecast this eh, three years ago in your Trends Journal. And China's there. The Chinese way he gave you COVID. COVID fucked the world up like nothing, nothing, nothing since World War II, as I see it. U.S. job cuts over January and February, the highest since 2009. Wow, blow me away. Would have never known that. This is about a report from Challenger, Gray, and Christmas. Wow, Merry Christmas. Oh, for the last 31 weeks, the last 31 weeks in your trends journal, when the economy goes down, jobs go with it. But again, this is important because those job numbers tomorrow. And again, I believe the January, the January numbers were a total fucking fraud of 521,000. Wrote about it in detail why in your trends journal. EU plans 1.1 billion of arms to Kiev. Great. Keep sending those weapons of death. Keep that losing war going. Yeah, the Russians are going to win this war. We said it before. We said it. The, the, Napoleon couldn't beat them. The Germans couldn't beat them. What makes you think they're going to beat them? And again, totally against the war. But as I've said dozens of times, totally understand why it happened. Wrote all about it as it happened in 2014. As the Nobel Peace of Crap Prize winner Obama's government wants the coup of the democratically elected government of Viktor Yanukovych, and on and on. New Nord Stream report looks like coordinated hoax. This is what Moscow says. I did that great interview with Seymour Hirsch. You got to see it. This is the guy that's Pulitzer Prize winner, investigative reporter, that said that the United States blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. Now they're saying that. No, no. The Nord Stream one, it wasn't blown up by uh, them. They're saying that was pro-Ukrainian group. Okay. And who did they quote? Anonymous sources. This is a big story in the New York Times. But they didn't cover Seymour Hersh's story. You know why? Because he had anonymous sources. So the only anonymous sources you're allowed to believe are the anonymous sources coming from the prostitutes and the government. That's it. So grow the fuck up and swallow their shit. Be a good American. House votes down resolution to withdraw troops from Syria. What the fuck are we doing there with troops in Syria? We're going to get them ISISs. Oh, you mean you're not in eastern Syria where they got most of their oil that you're stealing and their other resources? This is terrible. And Congress voted it down. Resolution failed one... 03 to 321, with only 56 Democrats and 47 Republicans voting in favor of the bill. There is no role in the Middle East 
in the United, excuse me, there's no role in the United States of America in Syria. We are not a Middle Eastern power. We have tried to build democracy out of sand, blood, and Arab militias time and time again. The work we do does not reduce chaos. Oftentimes it causes chaos, the very chaos that then subsequently leads to terrorism. Yep. When today's vote may have failed, my fight to end forever wars and bring our troops home has only just begun, said Matt Gates, Republican of Florida. I agree with him. And I don't give a fuck what else he believes in. I'm just talking about war. Terrible. Terrible. And the, the guy that, uh, oh, Mr. Mr. Facha Brut, uh, that uh, Mark Miley, Miley Mount, the uh, United States Joint Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, he went to a visit this weekend over in Syria saying how we're going to keep supporting him. Chinese officials, U.S. war plans threaten confrontation in the Pacific. Keeps ramping up, ramping up, ramping up. Again, a lot more to go on here. And then last October, Biden said the United States is in the midst of a decisive decade in which the country, quote, must win the competition of the 21st century. In March of last year, Biden said that the world is on the brink of a new world order and we've got to lead it. We've got to lead it. Oh, you're going to lead it? What's this we got to lead it? How about leading the United States and mind your own fucking business? How about putting all our resources to be a self-sustaining economy? China leaders with rare bluntness accuse the U.S. of containment. This thing is heating up. We're writing about it in detail. It, it, this is very serious. Western countries led by the United States have implemented all-around containment, encirclement, and suppression of China, which has brought unprecedented severe challenges to our country. This is the president of China saying this. She or he. China minister criticizes U.S. This is this guy, uh, Foreign Minister Quinn Gang. He said, China and Russia have found a path of major country relations featuring strategic trust and good neighborness. Such ties, he said, are especially important the more unstable the world becomes. Dun, da, da, da. NATO versus NATO and U.S. versus China and Russia. The winner is everybody loses. Okay. I mentioned one of our top trends, top trends for 2023 is Middle East meltdown. You got it right there. All right. Israeli military dissent intensifies. This is from the, finance, the Wall Street Journal. Officers threaten to refuse to serve if Netanyahu's judicial overhaul passes. Now, this is how they're explaining what the government is. This is from the Wall Street Journal. Mr. Netanyahu's government, which is composed of right-wing ultra-nationalist and religious political parties, ultra-nationalist right-wing religious political parties, 
Democracy is gone. They're taking to the streets constantly. Ultra-nationalist. So that shows you the war drums beating. Put the language together and understand what it means. Israeli forces kill at least six Palestinians in latest Jenin raid. This was March 7th. Today's the 9th. Israeli forces have killed at least six Palestinians and wounded 11 others during a raid in the occupied West Bank city, according to... All right? Occupied? What the fuck are you doing here? It's not your land. It's against the Geneva Conventions. Oh, we could, we could steal anything we want. All right? That's March 7th. This came out today. Three Palestinian militants were killed in a shootout with Israeli troops on Thursday. Militants. Israeli forces said they raided a village in Jabbah in the Northwest Bank to arrest suspects. Oh, suspects? Not convicted of anything. Wanting to, wanted for attacks on Israeli soldiers in the area. What the fuck are the Israeli soldiers doing in another country's land? Just the same bullshit that they throw out all the time. When the United States is in Iraq and Afghanistan, the people that are killing the invaders are called militants. And this is the crap shit fucking scum that the media puts out, that the public swallows. And that's why you subscribe to the Trends Journal. We don't use these words to describe things. We use the facts. Militant. So if somebody came in here and tried to take over my building and I shot the fuck, I'd be a militant? Well, if they were Jewish or the, or, or the FBI or the CIA or a government agency, yes, because they have every right to do what they want. I don't mean Jewish Israelis. I got a load of Jewish friends. As I say, I'm not an anti-Semite. Three of my last four girlfriends were Jewish. Matter of fact, I'm going to see one tonight. The Gaza-based Islamic Jihad issued a veiled threat after the raid, saying its fighters would, quote, respond to deter the enemy and avenge the blood of the martyrs. They're ramping up this war. Because the Israeli people are protesting the current government, the ultra-nationalist government that wants to take the judicial powers away and give it all to the politicians. They're taking to the streets continually. They're doing it right now as we're speaking. When all else fails, they take you to war. And that's what Israel's doing. Ready? This is from Russia Today. Gunman shoots three people in Tel Aviv. The attack took place after Israeli troops shot and killed three Palestinian militants. Militants? They're not militants. Israel is the militant going into another country. But they want to steal all their land, and they're saying it. Again, we write about this in detail in the Trends Journal. Israeli police shot and killed a gunman who opened fire on a crowded street in Tel Aviv, wounding three people. 
The attack took place hours after three Palestinian militants were killed in a shootout with Israeli security forces. Payback's a bitch. Why do you think 9-11? You can't keep killing people all over the world without revenge. You attack the attacker. You attack the attacker. First thing you learn in close combat. Settlement photos, satellite photos. Israel likely strike damages Syria airport. AP. A suspected Israeli airstrike targeting Aleppo International Airport in Syria again left multiple craters on the runway. Satellite images analyzed by the Associated Press showed today. The United Nations criticized the attack for hindering earthquake relief for the hard-hit war-torn Syria. Israel could bomb all they want. It's fine. Ah, American Jewish leaders sharply criticized Israeli plan to curb judiciary. New York Times. But the Biden administration is not openly critical of the plan. That's, of course, to create that new get rid of the judiciary. The Israeli government effort to weaken the country's judiciary. The critics say the overhaul would remove one of the few checks on government overreach. Yep. More than 80 House Democrats have signed the letter they plan to send to Biden today, urging him to use all diplomatic tools available to prevent Israel's current government from further damaging the nation's democratic institutions. I'm mentioning this because when all else fails, they take it to war. It's very important. Very, very important. Yep. Critics say the overhaul would remove one of the few checks on the government overreach and insulate Mr. Netanyahu from multiple corruption charges. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Would insulate him from multiple corruption charges. Why, you anti-Semite? <laughs> and again, very important. The people are taking to the streets day after, week after week. And sometimes day after day. French pension revamp sparks new strikes. Some of France's biggest unions, including the CGT, organized Tuesday's protest as the start of a protracted rolling strike. A start. They're coming out week after week after week in France and in Israel. That is the success of winning. You don't go out for one day and go home and call it a day. I keep saying this over and over again, but it only reaches deaf ears. Because in the United States, we had a rally in D.C., the war against, Rage Against the War Machine rally, in which I was a speaker, along with Ron Paul, Dennis Kucinich, Tulsi Gabbard, Jimmy Dore, what about two to 4,000 people showed up? 332 million people. And that's all that shows up. That shows you the heart of America. It was a great start, by the way. And I applaud the People's Party and the Libertarian Party for making it happen. And I'm a political atheist. It's not about the party. It's about peace. Again, I don't care who you fuck, what you eat, what you drink. 
what you smoke or what you believe in. It's only about peace is what I'm concerned about if you go to a peace rally. So don't denounce the people that came here far right of left. You can fuck off. But I'm making this point. You're seeing what's going on in Israel and France, but you're not seeing it going on over here. Speaking about more murder and crap, U.S. Defense Secretary visits Baghdad. Yep, Lloyd Austin, the guy, his last job, he's our defense secretary, was on the board of directors of Raytheon, the second largest defense contractor. He said that um, he reaffirmed the U.S. commitment to the country of Iraq less than two weeks before the 20th anniversary of America's lead invasion that transformed the Middle East nation. Transformed it? How about destroyed it? How about destroyed one of the richest nations in the Middle East? And not a word in this article, not a word about the lie that there were no weapons of mass destruction and ties to Al-Qaeda. So that's just some of what we have in the Trends Journal for next week and a lot this week that you're going to want to read. We are in the most critical geopolitical and economic, socioeconomic times in my lifetime. And I've been doing this for 43 years. So you better stay on top of the trends because we put you way ahead of the news. We give you history before it happens. So subscribe to the Trends Journal. Remember, the trend is your friend. We're giving you what nobody else is giving you. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, hit that subscribe button to get more people to watch these YouTubes. The more people we have, the more we can do. And I put my money where my heart and my mouth is. And put it into giving you the best magazine you could find anywhere. And most importantly, to bring peace on earth. I want to occupy peace and the universal church of freedom, peace, and justice. So amen and a women. Get the Trans Journal, the best investment you could make, because it's the best investment into your mind and it can change how you look at the world. Over the last 30 years, Joe Solante has been more accurate about predicting what would be happening than anyone else I'm aware of. The Trends Journal is one of the greatest sources of information, and it's uh, and it really is. You're predicting these things well ahead of time. I would encourage everyone to go grab the latest copy. But a Trends a Journal subscriber for 20 years. I just have to commend you. What you guys have put together in your latest Trends Journal, there's nothing like this out there. Sir, everything that you predicted about the economy, you were absolutely right. So I, I, I have followed you all this time. So please take a look at the Trends Journal. You correctly forecast that the Fed would hike rates quite aggressively. Correctly said that initially gold and silver would drop as the Fed starts to raise rates to one and a half percent and above. When we spoke last, Bitcoin was around 49,000. You said you expect to drop and if it drops below 3035, then it could really drop. Trends Journal, which I would encourage people to go and check out. It's actually a 200-page document, pure data-driven analysis. Gerald Salenti, the top trends forecaster in the world. Gerald, you had an interesting call back in September of last year. You said gold had bottomed, which is exactly what happened. And here we are, and we're above $1,900. Subscribe to the Trends Journal. Read history before it happens at trendsjournal.com.